practice, jerk practice, sketch. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt your regular jerk practice programming to bring you a little bit of a special episode entitled Dirt Bags, recorded over mm, six years ago. So if this is your first time listening to the Jerk Practice Podcast, if this is your first time listening to the Jerk Practice Podcast, you gotta not do this one. Go back, pick a diff, and then come back and hit this one when you uh, when you feel ready. So with that, I bring you a dirt bags. Man, <laughs> what is this? What? Your tight butt cheeks <laughs> right in the face. So you're doing all right. A, so it's the 120 degrees. So you everyone yeah. everyone wants to be on this side. This side? So, you want to be on this side, Anthony? No, no, you're good. You're good. I'm good. Oh, yeah, I thought I was dropping in with like. You can drop in, but I'm saying you want to be on. Uh, Anthony's on the periphery. You want to be on this so side. Because the mic is picking up everything this way. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought I was just like calling out crazy things. Do whatever yeah. you want to do. I'll but, be in and out. I got to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> That's the foundation of this podcast is Anthony's in and out just being. He has to use the bathroom. So, he's in the front. <laughs> <laughs> well, with dirt bags, I'm Greg Stone. Real natural if he's into it. <laughs> no, we're just saying our names. We're just saying our names, and then we're going to oh. go into that story, oh, okay. and then we're going to ease into it. we got to point at who's oh. going to say the name next. All, All right, right we're starting it. We're easy into it. Uh, welcome to Dirtbags. I'm Greg Stone. Hans Frywald. Casey Van Heel. Good to meet Well, he's not in the bathroom. He's going to be popping in now. <laughs> All right, so we're doing on the topic of magic. The intro makes you feel just, weird. Just, That's okay. The intro's done. Talking. We can just keep talking again. But I'll tell you this about this. Well, kid. before you, before you talk about magic, it's this is the first show. Why don't we Why don't we tell our well, we can uh, faithful listeners? Faithful, yeah. <laughs> Your mom? She's gonna listen for thirty seconds. No, oh, my on. mom. My mom's not gonna know this exists. It's dirtbags. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the ultimate dirtbag birthday gift for. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what it's been? Uh, Dirtbags is a, a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do, we're gonna start over. We're yeah. gonna say that we're about some ground rules. Just start we, telling a story. Don't we'll... talk about it. Let's not break the third wall. Let's not tell me how we're gonna edit. I already made that mistake. Break the third wall. Break the fourth wall. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> what if we tell us this third wall? <laughs> yeah, I'm more interested in this third wall situation. We'll just talk. If we find ourselves getting off, like forget it. It's not there. It's not on. Because I can edit this. I can edit all this Don't shit. Don't ask me to describe what the podcast is because I genuinely can't. Okay, so what do we just say? We're just talking about bags. We start talking. That's fine. Great. Right. Tell your story. So <laughs> you're gonna start. May or may not be racist. Greg's gonna talk about how he did magic for a black kid. <laughs> yeah. So I I learned this mag- I learned one magic trick. One magic trick. And the way the trick worked was. You, I would just make them pick a card, and I'd know what card it was. And the card, so what I would do is, I would take a hundred different types of cards. I can't move this stuff. <laughs> if DeVito's going to spend half his time popping in and out of the bathroom, I'm just trying to give him a... I think that's allowed. That I... Bathroom breaks? Well, it's part of the... If this is a dirtbag podcast... I feel like you could take a shit in the middle of it. Well, Chris <laughs> giving me shit on moving his wheelchair so you can get oh, yeah. in and out. Well, the only thing I have to tell you guys about, Anthony, if you're going to be walking in and out, be careful about making sounds because we're using the mic that's going to pick up all this noise. So shutting the door, like if you go in your room, don't shut the door. Oh, okay. You know, if you just start tapping on shit, it's going to pick up a lot of noise. Yeah, don't start doing beats. No grooving. No grooving. No, no grooves. No grooves allowed. <laughs> I thought this was a dirt bag. This is a dirt baggy <laughs> thing. No grooving. That sounds good. Okay. Welcome to Dirt Bags. I'm Greg Stone. Hans Frywell, KC Van Heel. 
Anthony DeVito. Anthony DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the he's on the periphery. He's on the fringe. All right, so I'll tell you this thing. I got this guy this magic trick one time. Uh, uh, black people love magic. End of story. Just like, you know, they like you know, go crazy for it. So I was doing this magic trick. Well, the trick was you just force a card. So like you'd force them to pick a card at your choosing. So, right. Then what I would do is I took. I spent all day. Buying, I must have bought fifty decks of cards and hid like this, just different cards all over the restaurant. I'm saying like <laughs> anywhere in the restaurant there's a card. So I'm doing the trick for like customers, and then my the waiter Jamal comes over and he was like, "Man, you ain't doing no magic." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, you pick a place." I was like, "Watch." I was like, uh, "I'll make the six of cards up here, you know, the six of diamonds here," and I like slap the. You know, a, a, a you know, like a placemat, and they're like, "Oh, it's one or a placemat," because like cards throughout the entire restaurant. All right, hold on. Mm-hmm. You picked the card. We so do you is... were like, "I'm gonna do a magic trick for you." No, no, no. I so... bet you the six of diamonds is under that placemat. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me check my pockets. No, it, Here you, it is. You force the card, meaning like I let you pick a card in the deck, but the whole time I know what card you're gonna pick. How do you do that? It's magic, brother. <laughs> That's the Secret of, of the brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> Would love to tell you. You mean like the brother, brotherhood? <laughs> the brotherhood. <laughs> so you force a card. So like I'd, I'd pick a, I'd know a card's going to come up. And then I would know which double of that card is somewhere in the restaurant. So like I told, you know, I'd tell like a person like, oh, I'm going to make this six happen under the placemat. Smack the placemat. It's there. Oh my God. Crazy, right? And then uh, Jamal's like, man, that's some bull. That's a bullshit, man. Then I, you know, man, we do a magic, right? So I was like, Jamal, you pick a place in this restaurant. You pick anything. Right, we had a giant boat that was like hanging from the wall, hanging on like the ceiling, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you gonna make you? So you tell me, I'm gonna pick a card, any, uh, any card. I'm gonna pick a card from your deck, and you're gonna make a card appear in that boat that you couldn't even reach. Like you couldn't even. You had I had to get on, sit on a table to get there. And I was like, "Yeah, that might be hard, but let's give it a try, you know." Blah blah blah. Ace of Spades. He goes, oh, "You make on. the Ace of Spades." Yeah, he goes, "You make the Ace of Spades." <laughs> Up here at that boat, I'm gonna take off my way. I'm gonna quit this restaurant. <laughs> so then I was like, well, I don't know if I can. I feel climb. bad now. Yeah, use magic for evil. I had to climb on the table of people who were eating already. Pull the ace of spades out. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> screams, throws his thing on the ground, and runs, runs out of the fuck, runs out of the restaurant. Oh, you loses just- his mind. You just gave him a day off. No, no, he came back. He came oh. back for like two minutes. But throughout the rest of the day and throughout the rest of the time I worked there, people would be cleaning things. <laughs> just be like, Who, where, where did this four of clubs come from? Why is there a four of clubs here? And I just had things everywhere. What? Yeah, flipped them out. Great stone employee of the month. You know what? Exemplary. I, I spent a day hiding cards and then, like, eh, now I'm done with that shit. I quit. But you lost me when you said restaurant and yeah. boat. Yeah, I was like, oh, I got a Red Lobster gift card. I got a gift card with a dirty red in my pocket right now. Yeah, I got to keep you off. We're going to talk. I got to keep these things interesting to you. No, no, no. I like that. Well, I mean, who doesn't like that? Yeah, but if you're going to go to Red Lobster, I got to be like, Red Lobster and back to Jamal. Oh, was Red Lobster? No, it was TGI Fridays. You worked there? Only for Fridays. Didn't you work there under an assumed name? Gus Dakota. Gus <laughs> Six months? I worked with Gus Dakota. For, I mean, well, what happened was Anthony and I were working on these the character, uh, Gus Dakota, Legend of Karaoke. 
<laughs> like, and so we were just going to karaoke places dressed as these two people, and doing karaoke. We thought it was ridiculous. You know, he had a mustache, he wore a blazer, uh, and a one of those neck kerchiefs, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I told my boss, who I used to work at Fridays with, and uh, I was like, oh, we're doing this thing, it's really funny, and he was like, oh, I was like, I was like, the only thing is I need a little bit of money, you know, to finance this project, and he was like, yeah, you can come pick up shifts if you want, come pick up shifts. So I was like, okay. So I show up to my first shift, dressed in a TGI Friday shirt, as Gus Dakota, and he was like, this is, okay, this is what we're doing? Perfect. Fine. I'll prove it. Changes my name in the system so that one of the receipts come out. It would say Gus Dakota. Yeah. No one knew who I was. I was wearing a blazer underneath a Friday's t-shirt. So it was a t-shirt with a blazer and a like a neckerchief, fake mustache, and like, you know, aviator sunglasses. Um, my mustache would come off and people would be like, you got a fake mustache on? <laughs> <laughs> No, ma'am. I'm very sick. I feel like if you can't, you know what? You should be working at TJ Fridays if you can't spot a fake mustache until it falls off. Or you should be eating at TJ Fridays if you can't spot a fake mustache. Speaking of TJ Fridays, I just uh, pulled up the first uh, news article I just pulled up was uh, Can You Eat Your Own Poop? What's the verdict? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm gonna have to get back to you because I just opened it up, but it, it's a, it's an actual scientific uh, article about poop eating. Well, you can't eat your own poop because it's devoid of all the nutrients. Well, they're saying maybe they can uh, renutrize poop. Uh, there's a possibility here. Why would you want to renutrize it? Just eat, just eat something that's not poop. <laughs> well, what if you, all you got is poop, man? Dog poop. Oh well, it's your own poop, so. Uh, can't eat anyone else's poop. A, or a big, all right, here, here's a here's a here's a pop point here. A big difference between urine and poop is that urine is sterile while poop is well, you know, smelly and full of bacteria. This is from Daniel Pons. <laughs> is this from a school paper? <laughs> no, this, this is from a PhD professor, Daniel Pomp, uh, from UNC School of Global Public Health. So did he decide? Daniel Pomp, Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> Show up to Cambridge <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, I would love that. Speaking, uh, speaking just, uh, I guess it's on topic. Uh, did you see the article about the Columbia professor who introduced his class to quantum physics? But first, his theory was quantum physics is so difficult, you need to erase your mind of all you know. <laughs> so in order to do that, he wanted to basically short-circuit their brains. So he stripped down to his underwear and got into the fetal position and started speaking in tongues. And behind him were just images of Hitler, like, speaking out, you know, like... What? Speaking out, to, uh, you know, the, the old footage. And then the World Trade Center falling. <laughs> and that's when he pulled out the microphone, like... Because people are like, what the fuck is this? He pulled out a microphone to, actually, to say, like, this is why I did this, because he didn't explain it at first. They but everybody was gone. Everybody no, was no. But he pulled a microphone out, and the only thing one student could do is just go, He's got a gun! <laughs> <laughs> class you have to go through that and then you have to start doing fucking homework after that yeah, you have to like quantum yeah. day two it's back to oh yeah quantum physics what is quantum physics you can't erase people's minds to learn physics you oh, teach you how to he's trying to jumble them up but to me, wait yes. is that the standard method for erasing minds no, I don't fetal position I, fetal position <laughs> <Hitler. He's>, but <laughs> then he said he has it's very recent then he, said he has two more two or three more lectures planned that he can't Disclose, but they, there's attached to this, and he said, You won't understand this until you see the other lectures, much like 
you couldn't just watch a Harry Potter movie outside of sequence. I, I did watch a Harry Potter movie outside of sequence, and I got it, and it didn't, and it was dumb. Uh, I'm gonna ask one: Is this? I know he teaches at the uh, Columbia, but is he also a fucking WWE wrestler <laughs> on the side? <laughs> I, I mean, I would. Like that's I too. Would. That's too. It's much. a little heavy-handed. Would you say? I, the heavy-handed isn't the word. <laughs> like I don't know if there is one. But well, I just right. don't think that works. But the only no. reason, the only reason he's getting away with it. Is because it's it's like one of these nice schools like Columbia. It's a it's a so called considered hundred thousand dollars a year for it. If somebody did that at my, no, uh, if somebody did that at the shithole school I go to, he would be arrested. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. No. <laughs> right, like in Columbia, it's like under the guise like where people are like, oh, that's education. What yeah, a, if you what do a, that at a community college. Well, that yeah. guy's well, you gotta think about like you go to community college. Your dad's like, "Hey, what well, was you know like what'd you do this week?" Oh, well, my teacher stripped down to his skivvies, <laughs> laying on the floor crying as he made us watch Hitler movies in nine eleven. Be like, "I'm calling the city." No, and he'd be like, "You're going back to the mill." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the city does to you. But Columbia parents are like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." I'm, here's an article. What a brilliant genius! <laughs> yeah, Why but these th- these things don't make you erase your memories. They just give you another memory, yeah. which is a more terrible memory. Which maybe encompasses all the rest of your memories now, but now you just have to deal with the fact that you did that. I don't, you just defined quantum physics. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that's bad enough to erase everything. I mean, well, it's going to make you. That's only be thinking about for the rest of the day. That's one day though. You're still going to have all your other memories. It's not like you're just going to have your naked professor in nine eleven footage. It's like he. I don't know. It's so. Like he's not pushing it what? far enough. You know, like if he wants to erase. It, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he didn't he, go far enough. He breaks it, like you know, like he shows up in your apartment. He's like, "You're about to learn quantum." He's like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's like that show. It was, I think want to say it was on. Um, uh, is that your daily sandwich? Delivery? Who could this be at the door? <laughs> Mystery guest on Dirt Mystery Banks. guest. Daily sandwich. <laughs> no, Where'd I should get into the dirt bag stuff. Well, I guess eating poop is. Well, dirt, I mean, well, this is dirt just, baggy. I think it's pretty dirtbaggy. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Remember that show on, um, <clears throat> I want to say it was on the Sci-Fi Channel? That was like, Scare scare Your Friends? Oh, or scare Tactics. Oh, scare Tactics. That show like, that that's what awesome. he should have done. Yeah. He should have murdered a man. Like, yeah. had somebody come in and be like, you owe me money! And like, <laughs> yeah. you know. If you're going for theatrics, go for something with a linear story, like, a story arc to it, not some artsy-fartsy abstract, like, you should have got shot by a drug dealer. <laughs> That's my class. And then the drug dealer stays and teaches you quantum physics under a gunpoint. <laughs> Yo, motherfuckers wanna die! Open your book! Open your book! Oh, I'm gonna learn physics, I swear. One time on Scare Tactics, I saw they did a um like a hospital prank or whatever, and a lady gave birth to the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a little like midget, it's a, like, a little midget like running like goat man, <laughs> and the woman freaked out. <laughs> How are you supposed to expect that? That's a joke. Like, there's no point to just go. Yeah, my employers are playing a prank on me by having this little midget thing run around. No, one guy I saw an episode of that where a uh, a guy was meeting his friend at a lab that he works at, and the 
guy got locked in a room with this cadaver. And like the doctor, he saw it, he's like, what the, what's going on? And this doctor came in behind the glass and injected this cadaver. And it like shot up and it was all <laughs> cut up and stitched. And went, Rrr! and like slammed on the glass. The guy turned around, kicked the door open, <laughs> ran out of the building. Like the cameras followed him down that. the street, just running as fast as he could. That, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, how do you not... There has to be lost footage of, like, a violent reaction, right? Yeah, well, there was a guy who who punched uh, one of the people, and they immediately all ran. They were like, no, no, it's a show! It's a TV show! But, like, they, like, pretend some girl was getting kidnapped or something. And he was like, you ain't getting her! Like, he came out, like, as a hero. Oh, yeah. And, like, threw, like... Threw the guy on the ground, and then all the cameramen came in, like, We're a TV show, we're a TV show, we're a TV show. And he's like, Oh man, you can't do that. I just killed this motherfucker. <laughs> I almost killed this wolf man. <laughs> was it Jamal? I forgot who it was. Jamal, we also call him Sugar Shoes. He used to call him Sugar, sugar Shoes. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should get a little sugar in your shoes. I was like, Only these high end pranks keep happening. So, Jamal. To all Sugar Shoes. Sugar Shoes, Jamal. To the same. So, you ever prank anybody? Any pranks? Uh, nah, I'm not. I'm I can't. Uh, I can't keep a straight face. Really? Yeah, you know, you see really? me. I'm always giggling and shit. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. If I, no, never. You ever seen the? Yeah, long the, I don't even. I don't. It wasn't much of a prank, but the garbage can punch on YouTube. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Kid jumps out of the garbage can, just gets punched right in the face. I heard I heard tell you guys about the old uh, P. Carrera prank. Oh, <laughs> no, was, no. oh, that's pretty good. So we were um. Hey, come we're, over here to the microphone. What? I think no, pick no, it's picking you up this way. That's what I was trying to tell you. I said, come over here, and you went what? Before yeah, I just turned that aggressive. What he did? All right, just stand, so up, on the stand over there. Just stand anywhere in the that vicinity. Now you're fine. Sit in your bedroom. What about over here? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Um. All right, so we were all uh, we we're hanging out at Taco's house, and then um, we were all gonna go to the Nevada Diner together. So it was me, my friend Pete, and Bauer in the one car. And then I, were you there that night, Craig? I remember being there, but I may have faked my own memory. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was Taco, Ryan Hagen, and this girl Michelle Beauvais. And Ryan and Michelle had been going out at the time. So Bauer always had a ski mask in his car. For he just had it, and um. Well, we'd put it on on the highway. I'd I'd sit behind him with a mask on and pretend like like he was like, <laughs> was like yeah, he was kidnapped. So then, um, they were getting money out of the ATM. So then Pete was like, ah, I should put the ski mask on and act like I'm uh, robbing them. But we had just hung out and like Pete had still had his like mesh shorts on with like a Bloomfield Bengals like wrestling shirt. <laughs> so then they were getting money out of the ATM and Pete ran around with the ski mask on and he was just like, ah, give me all your money. And then they freaked out. And then um, Michelle, I think, gave Pete like, gave her his money and then we went to the diner and then Pete used that money to eat at the diner. <laughs> and then they told the story and like, Pete was like, ah, oh, that's crazy. Like, and he's like ordering chicken fingers and stuff. Yeah, oh, he man. never told her that it was him. No, he's never. So he just robbed her. I was just going to say. It's just a robbery. Yeah, it's just it's just a criminal robbery. I heard of a prank on the news yesterday. A, a, a guy uh, came down to another guy at the turnstile at the subway. And he uh, he said, police officer, stop. And, uh, and so the guy stops. He goes, and you see your wallet and your phone. He goes, all right, all right. Hey, don't look, like, don't look at me. Like, not don't look at me, like, don't look at me like that. He's like, this is mandatory. Yeah. He's like, all right, take your Metro card and go through the turnstile. 
Guy goes through the turn sign, the guy runs off. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's a good prank. Yeah, that's a pretty good prank. <laughs> you get burned. Your wallet and the... And your phone. That's I think funny. the guy who's intimidated. I'm afraid yeah. of authority, but I don't think I'd be like... I'm, Sorry, officer, why do you need my wallet and my phone? Right. Yeah, no, you say Why didn't you wear gym shorts? You need to call my money? <laughs> You're, yeah, your wallet's under arrest. <laughs> Wallet check. <laughs> thank you and thank you. Uh, what else is going on? Oh my god, kids. I can't believe you've never done like a prank or anything, Hans. That, well, I feel like all your pranks are probably... I probably have, but under, you know, inebriated... And they're they're not very funny. They're just like, pranks on yourself. Yeah, so the pranks, I, I wake up in the morning. It's a world. It's it's God's prank on me. Alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like I I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh my God, I made an eye appointment for myself. And, uh, <laughs> so then I gotta go pay for that. <laughs> I got drunk before I had a colonoscopy. Called my I called up the my it was a GI doctor. Left a message on the machine at two o'clock in the morning saying. So I heard you're sticking it in the butt, huh? Like, I just I left a huge message. I didn't leave my name, but I was just like, yeah, you know, so I'm pretty ready for this thing. I hope you're ready for this thing. And uh, I don't know if they ever got back. So wait, you called the doctor who was going to give you a colonoscopy? Yeah. You got, in a week. You gave me a... You just warmed I up. was uh, up, up late. This was the other night. Up late studying for my final. Yeah. And I get this text at 4.30 in the morning. Uh... uh what are you, some kind of gay fag? <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't sleep for like an hour. I was like, what does he mean? Did I? Does he find? Did he find out like uh, like I did something bad to him? Or no, I remember when I was little, we used to say, "Were you a gay fag?" I always thought it was funny because it's redundant. Yeah. I don't think it's nice to call someone a fag for the for the people listening at home. Oh, you're gonna edit this out. I'm gonna edit this out. Right. No, I'm not. I don't know how to edit this thing. I'm just gonna edit it out at the beginning. Well, this is welcome. Oh, to the- you got. You better be able to. Then. Yeah, music. It's you just use a grind. Why can't you oh. use the word? Okay, fag. Yeah. I think it's funny because it's it's a uh, redundant. It's redundant. Like well, you, just apologize, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's no, fine. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Now, very good. You're not able to edit in the middle because there's going to be things that have to be edited. Yeah, now. yeah. You can edit in the middle. Okay. I mean, we're going to edit that because <laughs> yeah. we already talked about how we're not going to talk about editing. But oh yeah, well, whatever you like. It's uh, using well, brush. It's gonna be like no, super schizophrenic. Easy. Super easy. It's the same as I movie like. Okay. Um. Well, I guess that's the episode. Uh, speaking. Of, <laughs> no, no, no. Speaking of pranks, actually, uh, well, this might take it down. We get off our iPads. My my friend. No, I'm on. I'm researching. On, oh, yeah. You guys aren't paying attention. Oh, I am. I'm in. Oh, I'm, I'm looking in the eyes. My friend Mead got mugged. Who? Mead. Mead. His name's Mead. He got mugged by who? <laughs> uh, two guys. Two guys mugged him. Took six dollars and then punched him in the face. Uh, that would never happen to me. Six dollars. Six dollars, and he didn't. He didn't report it to the cops. Jesus. What do you think about that? Would uh, you call the cops? First off, I am the cops. No, yeah, <laughs> you, I heard. Yeah, I heard you. I heard you busted some guy at the turnstiles yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd call the cops. You because there are cameras everywhere, right? No, the whole city surveillance. You call the cops just so that they know people are getting robbed around that area. That's what I said, but yeah. he doesn't want to deal with it. No, you do it because you never know. Well, that next guy could try to stab the next person. Right. And now they know to look in that area for that guy. He might be hitting the same area. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He might be hitting. hitting but he's, what's he scared of? What's he got? See, that's the thing is, I wouldn't call the cops if I had some, if I'm worried about things. No, it's just, uh, he's not scared of anything. He just, he just, he's like, fuck, that's, that's a sh- Can we swear on this? Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't know. Family friendly. 
uh, family friendly <laughs> bags. Yep. Um, you know, you just don't want to deal with it. It's just like I'd, I'd rather go to sleep. Where do you get mugged? Twenty uh, fourth and Ninth uh, 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 Avenue. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's going to the, going to Rawhide. That's why. I told him he should put some cover up and go to Rawhide. Does anyone want some dirtbag juice? What does that mean? Black brown. Sure. Yeah, I'll take one. Then we'll get this show on the road. Actually, I know of an awesome, not awesome, it's kind of horrible, but this prank, there was a guy that I used to work with, and I guess he was just this fucking annoying, slobby, like, just drunk asshole. And anytime people from work would go out with him, he'd just get loud, yell at people, pick fights, and there was one night... You tell a story about me? No, 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 this is about... It's just about you. So one night he, I guess he'd gone too far and like pissed everybody off. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. And he passed out dead drunk. They're like, fuck this shit. Like, they, uh, like he was like hitting on this girl and they, they, like, got like blood from like ground beef and like all this red coloring and put, like, left this dress in the room and like covered him with blood. What? put it in his bed so that when he woke up he was just like oh my god because he, he had blacked oh out because so he, he blacked out he didn't know and he's such a like an ag- aggressive drunk oh, oh. they're like what happened to that girl we haven't seen that girl what happened oh man and he like spent they let him go for like two days he he thought geez, he killed somebody he killed somebody yeah. <laughs> that's my that's a nightmare because I wake up and think I've done something terrible but I never have. I'm like either, you know, I bought a rabbit. Well, is, there that, is that an urban myth or is it on a movie? The story about yeah, yeah I know like a guy doing. passed out and his friends like, like stuck a cucumber or like something in his ass to like bruise his anus and then they <laughs> put like egg egg whites on his ass so he woke up and thought he got fucked by a guy and then he killed himself. Yeah, then he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. I don't know if that's. Uh, Urban myth or not. Now, that's a storyline the prankster from the comics needs to do. He needs uh, to do pranks so good that they wreck your life. Who's <laughs> the prankster? He's a big, uh, he's like a Superman villain. He had like a plaid suit with a bow tie and a buck teeth and a big nose. And he always had like, whoop, like whoop, giant whoopee cushions that would like swoosh Superman away. Or like, <laughs> he's like a lamer version. <laughs> It was, it was like cream pies, like pranks. You had jokey things, like. Oh God! Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, super super villains, I uh, instead of preparing for today, I just uh, cracked box two of Batman the animated series. Oh, just watched nice. episodes all night, and there's some stinkers. Well, not I'm not gonna get down on that. that's an awesome show, but uh, there's a great episode, and you're probably gonna remember it, the Joker Fish episode, Maybe. where he basically chemically alters all these fish so they have his face and then his goal is to trademark the fish because they look like him so oh. he gets a percentage of all fish sales <laughs> <and that. laughs> which is a which is a great plot right but this would make joker horrifying to me but and but it's also funny is batman finds his lair's warehouse or whatever and he comes in and the joker's call for his henchman to come out is off screen you just see his hand raise up and a whoopee cushion's in it and he just goes <laughs> and then his henchman burst out of the door. First off, legally that doesn't work. You can't just trademark something that looks like you, and every time I use it, 
You get money for that. He's a joker, man. And there was uh, a great place. I can't do it with the owls. There was <laughs> <I can't laughs> trademark. All sales of owls. For those of you that don't know Greg, he looks incredibly. He looks like an owl. Owls came first, though. Yeah. Yeah, but fish came. Oh, yeah. Joker if fish. you were to steal yeah, pigeons know. and like genetically alter them and to breed and give you, birth, you know, look like you. You know, Disney did that, right? Disney with, does that with fish. They genetically altered fish to have the Disney logo on them. And they sell like these Disney fish. Wait, uh, what? What yeah. in restaurants? No, I think like fish to own. Like there's fish out there. The Disney with logo the Disney on logo. It? On or them. you mean they look like Nemo or something? No, no, like the Disney the spots. Logo? Yeah, like the Disney. Try looking it up. Mm. Yeah. Spots. What do you mean? Like they look, fish have like black spots on them. Mm-hmm. They genetically altered some. So it's just little Mickey Mouse. Little heads? Mickey Mouse heads on them. I feel like that's as close as you're going to get to the Joker thing. Yeah. Really. Like, like what's the point of having a fish with the Disney logo on it? Uh, yeah. Nothing's really Just so they can out, sell so. you a fish with the Disney logo Someone on it? Someone told me this years ago, so it might not be true. <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's true. I would think that would be the first image that came up. <laughs> no, Nemo. Nemo's going to come up. No, Disney... All right, hold on. Fish Try with Disney to... spots. Yeah. Disney fish spots. Come on, man. Dirt bag encounter any anyone this week? Anybody encounter anybody dirt baggy? Uh, yeah, I had a I had a dirt bag. Um, I had a dirt bag Sunday uh, at the bar dirt I work at. Sunday. Yeah, it was definitely they're all dirt bag Sundays because I always work. But <laughs> uh, we have a uh, just Monday was a holiday. Monday was President's Day, uh-huh. so everybody's out Sunday drinking like animals, and uh, you know they just they just got too far. One guy. I, I, I look over and he's asleep standing up. It's like, oh, all right. I've seen it before. Not a big deal. But usually when you give him a shove, they go, oh, yeah, 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 I walk out. And they leave. I gave him a shove and I was like, this guy's dead standing up. Like, he's not he's not moving. It's a cadaver. And so I go to his friends. I go, look, guys, you're all paying up. They're all paying up their checks. So they were done. So I didn't have to go through the whole rigmarole of your cutoff, you know, pay us and leave. Um, but I was like, hey, guys, you know, you should probably take care of your friend. They're like, he's a friend of a friend? <laughs> and we're leaving. I was like, "You're not gonna take care of this guy." They're like, "Call an ambulance, call the cops. We're leaving." I was like, oh my God. <laughs> "I was like, guys, come on, he's with you. Take care of the guy." They're like, "You don't know the friend rule." I was like, "What's a friend rule?" They're like, "If he, if you don't come with him, you don't gotta leave with him." I was like, "Oh my God!" But I would, in the friend def- rules, you just take care of your. You, in, fi- you found it in their defense. No, in their defense, like how many times have you? Seen, uh, I've been with somebody who you've been like, ah, who's this asshole? And then your friend who brought him leaves, and you have to now deal with this asshole. All right, all right. Have you I... dealt with that? Huh? Have you dealt with that, really? No, but I can imagine it happens. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I have great friends, <laughs> but I imagine people don't. I I hear what you're saying with that, but uh, I was I was just like, well, his friend left. Just call it was his call boy, it was his boyfriend. I was like, just call his boyfriend. They're like, nah. <laughs> like they, just, they didn't want. They didn't give a shit. His off. boyfriend left him dead drunk in a bar. Yeah. Uh, God. And then I had another guy. We have an employee area. Uh, you you know Casey, yeah. but uh, our employees only area is downstairs. But unless you know that, and you open the door, you're just walking into the steepest, <laughs> sharpest set of stairs in pitch blackness. Yeah. So this one guy and I, I was un, it was unbeknownst to me. Thought it was a bathroom or whatever, just walked in there and went head first <laughs> down this horrifying set of stairs and didn't tell me about it. Mm. But he lost his sunglasses down there, so he's like sitting back at the bar. He's like, 
anybody turn in any sunglasses? I was like, no, no, man. I'll check. I'll check around though. No, no sunglasses. Then I see his friend come out in the basement. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are you doing down there? Yeah. He's like, look, it's all right. I fell down your stairs and I lost my sunglasses. I was like, why'd you ask me if anybody turned in the sunglasses? Yeah. And I go down there and find him two seconds in the pile of sharpened bottle like glass that he'd fallen into. I can't believe this guy's alive. But uh, you perked right, right up when I found his Oakleys. You need to... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, Hans should explain broad, broad strokes where he works because it is, in fact, the hotbed of dirtbagginess for New York City. Yeah. Just because it, the existence of this place... Yeah, without giving them a plug... Uh, <laughs> sponsor. I was just gonna end the show with a, uh, yeah. a commercial pitch. I won't plug him. I will just say, uh, oh man, and I and I still I'm pretty deep embedded there, so I don't know if I want to specifically call out customers, but no. Nah. I, 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 I got some dirt bag customers. They have dirt bag me. That's for sure. Man, I think that's what I do with the creek right uh, at the uh, plug in the creek. No. No, Start that out, let that out. That's <laughs> <laughs> never going to happen. It's yeah, never going to happen. So I used to work at this bar, and I think I would tell you about the brakes, my old, my old backroom brakes. The brakes? No. Oh, cheese brakes? Cheese brakes. Cheese brakes. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is brakes. Yeah, whatever. And a customer makes me mad, or the creek makes me uh, <laughs> I tell you about this guy's brakes I used to take? <laughs> cheese brakes? What do you mean? Cheese brakes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 used to take these cheese brakes. Where uh, I would just, uh, over the place that I worked at, it would make me mad. I would go in the back, and they had this giant plastic thing full of shredded cheese. And because they make tacos, yeah. you know, and I would just give myself a nice handful, put a handful of cheese in my mouth, and then go on my Call day. Right it always down. makes you feel a little better. Yeah, it really soothes you. you down. I gotta tell you, I agree with the cheese theory. Like, when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of food in the house, but we usually had shredded cheese or Parmesan cheese, yeah. and I'd just fist that in. Or you ever do a bowl of melted cheese? That's you, my fist, you fist in a bowl of melted cheese? I didn't, I didn't use a sport spoon. <laughs> soup cheese. No, it was <laughs> never soupy. Have you ever seen just a lot of cheese, you know, and it gets the oil yeah. layer in the top? Oh, my God. Yeah, I love cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese breaks. So I was, really? so I got fired from that place, and I was hanging out the other day, and I got real drunk. And, uh, well, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't call me? It was a Monday. I should have called you. Should have called me. Oh, well, I had school the next day. Um... So I got real drunk, and then when the bartender left, I snuck in the back and cheese ate break. the most cheese I'd ever eaten in my life. <laughs> and I spilled it everywhere because I didn't give a shit. You're like the guy at the bar who they're like, you got anything salty? Any, any peanuts or anything? You got any shredded cheese? <laughs> yes. A little bowl of shredded cheese? I know you guys make tacos. You have cheese. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh, this, that, that took a dive, man. What? Just got a little. Yeah, we got a little dead air. We got it dead out. Where was the king edit? We gotta get king edit on this. The king edit? King, get a king, king edit. We call him king edit, and he edits everything. <laughs> We're talking about is that a edits? real person, or we gotta find him and then bestow the name upon him? It's Hans. You want me oh. to king edit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you gotta king edit this. Uh, all right. What you do is you listen to it, and if it's not complete trash, uh, <laughs> edit it. If not, just delete it and say it's on the internet. Just tell us it's on the internet. Just search it. Oh, it's blocked. I gotta make it. Guys, yeah, put it on the public. We got so many downloads. Uh, I'm always been... gonna go. I'm always gonna preface anything I say with "This is gonna be a segment." Yeah. Just in case. That's just in case idea. it hangs. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you guys a dirtbag story. Ever tell you how I got free rollerblades? No. All right. This is what my rollerblades scam. If you ever need to get rollerblades, I was like 16. Not even. I was in high school. So I was younger. Uh, 
I uh, went to this is called the old this is called the old rollerblades game. You're the reason when I got my box of rollerblades home, it just had a pair of dirty sneakers inside. <laughs> That's not what happened. This is the trick. That's not the trick. That's a good trick, but this is a better trick. You go into the you go into sports authority, grab the rollerblades you want off the shelf, walk up the register, and then you say, "Listen, these things don't fit. The person sold me the wrong ones. I need to return them, and I want my cash back." They go, "We don't give cash back without a receipt." You go. Well, someone's giving me my cash back. I'm getting cash for these things because this is bullshit. They go, we can't give you your money back if you don't have a receipt. Oh, fuck this then. I'll take them back. And then you just walk out and you roll me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good scheme. You just wow. force the cash. Force the cash. Force the, force cash. the cash. It's a sleight of hand. Mm. You're thinking you're left and you're really taking what you're right. And you said you were a magician. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how that scheme is only for rollerblades. Could be her hand. I feel like that scheme is only for New Jersey, too. Did you see how New Jersey, that started off? Like, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> These fucking rollerblades don't fit. Like, no, no. Crazy. You're not getting your cash back. I said I'm getting my cash back. <laughs> Will you go home? <laughs> you go home. Oh, I got another one for you. You want another one? Another free free dirtbag trick? This is the business. My new, this is a new one. That one, I haven't done since I was 15. So that could, that's an old 15-year-old scam. They may have caught on. Yeah. You're not still doing the rollerblade scam at 31? <laughs> yeah. So, this one does work. <laughs> Again, the jersey. Listen, I, if I was working the register and you were like, these rollerblades don't fit, I'd be like, not much fits you, sir. <laughs> no, the people working at the sports authority were not much better than me. You'd think those referee shirts they try to play a sport or something. No. Stripes are very slimming. <laughs> so here's this, right? You go into you go into our favorite restaurant, uh, Shake Shack, right? You're a fan of Shake Shack? I've never been. Never been? Ooh, go this one. You'll be ahead of the game. You go in there. You go to the register person. And you say, listen to me. Uh, give me uh, one double cheeseburger, please. Right? Some, they'll ring it in. Then you got to wait for your order. Someone will bring you a double cheeseburger. When they bring you the double cheeseburger, you go, I'm sorry. I ordered two cheeseburgers. Not a double cheeseburger. Then they will say, our mistake will allow us to correct this. They will then say, do you just want to keep that one? In which this is the tricky part. You say, yes. They'll then bring you two more cheeseburgers. Then you have the equivalent of four cheeseburgers. No, no, no. They'll just bring you one more cheeseburger and then you have two cheeseburgers. No, I've done it. They'll bring you the two cheeseburgers and they have to take back the double cheeseburger. And what you, if usually, I've done this a few times, they'll say you can keep it. If they don't, you say, hey, you can throw that out. I'll just give it to a homeless person. And then you have four cheeseburgers. You don't give it to the homeless person. You have to eat all four of these cheese. Well, it's four beef patties, so, four patties. So, let me get this. so you don't give the four cheeseburgers to the homeless person. No. Instead, no. you eat all four. <laughs> yeah. You don't you give one to a homeless person. You don't give one like a clutch in front of some poor homeless person. You can't even finish after three. Throw the other one out. Throw right his face. I'm surprised when they. I'm surprised when they drop them off. You just don't go. And just eat them all in front of them. You got this. This is like Wimpy from Popeye. You're just like, it's all cheeseburgers. Free cheeseburgers all day long. You can't keep doing it, though. I'll tell you this. You can't. They'll catch on. So you got to hit all the different. Got to make the rounds. You got to make the rounds. You can't just hit one. You can't just roll a blade from cheeseburger spot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love this game. I got a bunch of them. Yeah? Yeah. I, 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 I don't have any scams other than just downright... Thievery, you know. What do you get one? Um, not paying taxes. That's <laughs> whoa, 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 I paid my I'm taxes. I'm saying me. That's my scheme. 
Now, oh yeah, that is a good scheme, but it's not a scheme. You're allowed not to pay your taxes. What? You just can't lie on your taxes. You're allowed not to pay them? Sure. Eventually, they would like you to pay them. Oh, they just keep adding up. Yeah. You, no, you're not, not allowed. And it's not like they, they... You have eight years, I think, to pay your taxes without fines even. Right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And then after the eight years, your tax record gets erased. So if you make it the eight years without them going like, you should pay your taxes. Like, we're going to make you pay your taxes. Then they go, shh, we missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Tax advice from a dirt bag. That's <laughs> probably all wrong. <laughs> We Bad tax advice. I want to hear a good day. stealing story. You got a good stealing story? Good stealing story. If you don't have one, I got one. It might fresh your memory. I got um, a bunch of them. I stole... Uh, this wasn't really stealing, but when I was in the arcade once, I spotted a $5 bill on the ground at the same time. I must. I was probably 17 at the time. I spotted at the same time as like an 8-year-old little girl. <laughs> and I was, I will say... 20 feet away, that's a that's enough to get a little good running start. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was literally right there standing over it. <laughs> like she could just reach down. And I did a run and a baseball slide and caught it. Like and they just laughed in her face. How much was it? Five bucks. <laughs> oh, good, good. If I were to do it now, I'd like do the same okay. thing and laugh at her and then give it to her. But Oh, you know this old one? Do you know this classic one? I never did this one, but this is one they used to tell us to be aware of. You uh, go in with a $100 bill, and you write your name on it. Like, you write, like, Derek on it. Did we talk about this? You write Derek on it, right? And then, later you come back, pay with a 20, and you say, I'm sorry, I gave you a 100. I can prove it, and it says the word Derek on it. And then they'll look at the Derek, and then they give you the $100 back. Yeah, that's what I'm from Baywatch, season two. Hey guys, ever tell you this one? Over in Rocco used to pull a scam like this. We were down in Venice Beach. <laughs> I'm with this buxom blonde. Don't remember her name. <laughs> Sam Landerson. <laughs> could have been 79, could have been 83. I don't know, I'm not a years man. I wrote my buddy Derek's name on this $100 bill. I was buying a shell necklace for my sweetie. Was it Derek or Mitch? I don't remember. I don't know the name. Oh, Mitch. I was with this lifeguard at the time. Yeah. <laughs> CJ. CJ. Baywatch movie coming out. No. Yeah. No. Really? Oh, yeah. Real? Uh-huh. Baywatch. Movie. No way. Absolutely. Awesome. With who? Uh, the original cast. cast. Original oh, cast. old people in the water? <laughs> no, uh, they're probably running the home office. <laughs> <laughs> with a new slate of... Ugh. What's the story? What did you hear? Baywatch movie. Uh, I I just rec- I heard uh, that. dolphins. I, heard I like that. Trap dolphins. Oh, I like Baywatch Nights. Did you ever watch that one? Oh yeah. I, I, it was Bay, was Baywatch on Up All Night? No. 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 Wasn't that? Do you think like Silk Stockings? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Up All Night wasn't on Silk. Up All Night was the movies. They would play dirty movies. But, but that was that night transferred over to having late night those late night shows. Silk Stockings. Silk, Silk Stockings was on Cinemax. No, no, that was no, Silk Stockings was on USA. Yeah, and they had that. Yeah, and they would show her like putting on oh her thing. God. I used to I'll spank to that. So that's all you needed much. because the actual episode they, didn't have much in it. No, there was a couple. There was one I remember as the, it was like I'm going to watch the show every night. Like, Nikita, 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 right? It was she was this woman oh, was washing yeah. a car. And it was like totally out of a like porno. Like she kept thrusting her breasts on the windshield, and then she came back and was like, "What are you looking at, officer?" Just like 
Everything you can see, everything but the nipples. Stalking. I thought I found a gold mine. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you remember the Red Shoe Diaries? Uh, oh yeah, that was a Cinemax thing, and it was a Showtime. Showtime, and it was David Hasselhoff's first. It was a David Hasselhoff David vehicle. David Duchovny. Uh, what did I say? David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. He's half Cinemax. a platinum in. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got one. This is sponsored Ooh. by Bloodlight Platinum. Bloodlight Platinum. Bloodlight Platinum. I love that sponsor. Blacklight Platinum. Let's see, we got the Super Bowl and dirt bags. Oh, Dirt bags is a dark horse. It's gonna blow up. Did you guys? Uh, did you watch a lot of, a lot of like, like boob stuff growing up? Come on, King Boob. <laughs> I knew all King Eddie, King Boob. He knows all the kings. Let me tell you what my porno situation was growing up. I had uh, this is what we had. I had one we used to call them the porno papers. It was an advertisement for. Yes. for it was an advertisement for like titty magazines and like. Pumps and things. It was <laughs> yeah. just like a little catalog oh, yes. that I kept folded up in a Sonic the Hedgehog case. I know that case. Which we cut a hole in my mattress and shoved it in the mattress. So anytime you wanted to masturbate, you had to lift a mattress, <laughs> oh, go yeah. in the hole, find the Sonic, open it up. And I'm sorry, inside the Sonic thing was a report card envelope. Remember how you used to bring your report card sure. over and your mom had to sign it? In that envelope was. So you'd have to flip a mattress, then want to play Sonic the Hedgehog. Then want to know how I'm doing in school, all to accidentally find the porno papers. <laughs> and then you have to remember that Jehovah starts with an I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what we would do, and then we did that, we had that, and we had the squigglies, and that was really it. Squigglies. Oh yeah, the, the, the scrambles. Squ- the scrambles. I, uh, for me, I would steal the Victoria's Secret out of my neighbor's mailbox. Ooh. And, and, and uh, uh, the bed I had, the bedpost, yeah. it was oh, metal, yeah. the bedpost, the oh, tops would I know pop those. Off. And I'd shove the magazines in, but they'd get so deep that you couldn't, your fingers couldn't reach them. So my friend and I devised a, a system <laughs> where we put scotch tape on the end of pencils, and we'd literally go, we're going fishing tonight, and we would fish out these magazines. And I was pretty shitty at it. I eventually would get it. My friend, uh, ATV, uh, Casey knows him. His name was ATV. ATV. Yeah. This guy yeah. was like the Bassmaster. <laughs> This was papers. a bunk bed, and the, it was the bottom post. He could do it from the top bunk, no. just long tape. No, that's amazing. I remember, like, the, yeah, I had the, my situation was like yours. I, early on, I, I remember I would, anytime, my dad got Sports Illustrated, so every year he'd get the swimsuit issue, and every year I would, like, snag it out of the, uh, the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, like, I always thought it was, like, Mission Impossible, like, get home like 10 minutes before him, go through, find all the pictures of the women in wet shirts so you yeah. can see their nipples, and like skillfully rip the page out, fold it up, put it in my pocket. <laughs> he knew. He knew because he was going to read an article about the fucking USC Trojans, and he's like, I, there's 10 pages missing. <laughs> Unskillfully ripped. The new Kate Upton is looking good. She does look good, right? Yeah. Swimsuit issue. You know, I was at the doctor yesterday, and uh, they had a swimsuit issue there to read, and I picked it up. And I put it back because I didn't want. I felt weird reading the swimsuit issue. Uh, I put it back right in my pocket. Well, yeah, Take you had a dirt bag, dude. Yeah, a dirt bag. Did you guys? Oh, I got one. What? I was just gonna say, like, I never had porno mags. Like, my dad never had Playboys or anything. So I remember, like, as a kid, it was one of the you know, for whatever reason, I remember always finding porno like buried. Like buried yeah, in the woods. woods, you know, it's like you're like a truffles, <laughs> like a pig who can smell truffles. Like, I remember playing with these kids and we're like, 
we all were like, we gotta go into that abandoned trailer. Like, rip the floor up box full of old Playboys, like, buried in the earth. <laughs> and then you just take, take the, just rip the pages out that you liked, and you just had your compilation stack. Oh, yeah. I, uh, my dad uh, must have got a free six-month subscription to Playboy. 1993. Ooh, from March to, what's six months later? April. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so he, he had six months, 90, uh, 93, uh, 1993 Playboys. And both he and I, I'm sure, that, that lasted us, you know, my, my childhood. <laughs> a lot of and then when I came back from school, I must have been 19, I saw them in a trash basket. And I still saved them. I had to save them. Took the pages out, though. Oh, and, uh, so they're, still, they're still in the room somewhere. Unless my mom found them. Took the pages out? What do you mean? You cut, tore the pages out because I didn't need oh, the naked oh, pictures. Oh, oh, you don't need the fucking poems. Those, there's like articles. I love the poems. Oh, but don't, yeah, I read those. Stimulation. I read those front to back, obviously. Yeah. But of course. Do you guys know, like, Playboy? Like, do you guys have that weird. I think all kids get it when they have their hands on a Playboy more than once. You know when the naked segment's coming out? You know, there's one in the front. You know, oh, there's the going to be the Playmate in the middle, yeah. and then there's going to be one segment at the end. And then another segment that's the last page showing you what next month's segment's going to be. Oh, yeah. You can feel those out like Braille. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yep, got it. Man, my first, uh, I remember uh, my stepdad, because he was a cop, he had this, like, just shit I guess he would take off of people. Vice? <laughs> Your stepdad worked Vice? No, he didn't. He was a street guy. So I guess I maybe mean, just... <laughs> Resting teenagers for their fucking smut. Or falling in your wallet, they're smut. <laughs> but he had a bin that had nunchucks, brass knuckles, and maybe a hundred hardcore pornos. Jeez. And this is where they were hidden yeah. on the front porch in a cabinet. It's like Buzz from Home Alone. Not even, <laughs> yeah, not even like he just said, "Don't go in there." That's all he said. But that's where they were, and we would grab them, and it was some real. I remember being little. My oh, first experience, like these are some hard cocks. Like that, that shit will fucking watch. <laughs> like, yeah. are too hard to look my at. My first experience <laughs> with that, it was my my middle brother. It was like his seventh birthday, so yeah. I was ten. Uh, he had, a bunch of his friends were coming over for like you know the big slumber party. Like we rented big video games and all this. And I was close enough with those kids in age, so I knew them. We hung out, but I was like the elder statesman, you know, like I'll show you how to. You know, like Beat Street Fighter, all that shit. Beat so, Street Fighter? All of a sudden, oh, oh. like, one of his friends comes over. He's like, I found this tape in the parking lot of the vocational school. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just this black case, like, nondescript. And we were all, you know, like, you could feel the charge in the room. Like, I need some tape. <laughs> and I was like, we gotta wait until Mom and Dad goes to bed. So, like, we put it in, and we're all sitting there. I'm like, all right, guys, get ready for some Jimmy. <laughs> put it in. It is, like, the hardest core <laughs> fucking porno you've ever seen. Like, just, like, I, it was like a snuff film. Like, there's no opening credits. There's nothing. It just starts. And this woman is, like, <laughs> just being abused. Like, the, just these giant fucking gods. Hard gods. Hard gods. Like, Goggle. these guys, like, jerking off and pissing on her. It's <laughs> like, I, can, I gotta, I can't, like, I left. I was like, I can't, I just shorted me out. Yeah. That's and, like, I mean. everyone, like, all the kids left. We shut it off and we're like, let's go play video games. Let's play games. <laughs> Two of my brother's friends were like, no, no, we're going in. <laughs> so they played it and it was like, 
the scenes in Seven, like the guy's wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> I was like, what did you see? He was like, I watched it. They're peeing on her. Wrecked his, and I swear to God, I, I didn't see it, but they're like, his dick was so big. <laughs> they wrapped it around a chair's leg. <laughs> so it's just like, I was like, I have no, still this day, I have no idea what happened. Yeah. I had a, I had a great, I'm, I'm thinking about going back like, like a comic collector and getting the couple pornos I had. Oh, but, yeah. I had one Nostalgia. called uh, Sleazy Rider, <laughs> and it still, I mean, it might be one of the funnier movies you'll ever see. Like, you don't watch the sex scenes, but the interstitials are so fantastically bad that you, you it's just, you, you're laughing out loud while you're jerking off. Uh, <laughs> like, like most of the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy with it's uh, it's this, it's this hardcore biker couple living in this suburban neighborhood. They're the ones who are there and transplanted in are two like straight laced neighbors that move in. And the first scene, this guy, this biker just walks, <laughs> just walks outside with no pants on, just a leather vest, <laughs> and walks from one house to the next house with his leather pants in his hand and goes to this woman sleeping in bed, the new neighbor. And she wakes up to see his dick in her face. And he's like, damn stain won't come out of my pants. <laughs> and she goes, okay, I can get it out for you. He goes, okay. And she pulls out a toothbrush like to, to get it out for him. And he goes, wait, you're staring at my dick. What, do you want to fuck or something? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. And it's just oh, so good. It's just amazing. And then the his wife gets the, the, uh, the other husband... Stone and there's always everybody has a toothbrush for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's brushing his teeth in battery. I don't. Uh, we we should uh, we should have you know those podcasts where you watch a video uh, together and comment on it. Uh, maybe I'll get a copy of Sleazy Ride. Just watch a bunch of porn together. No, no, no. Well, I'll cut the scenes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. always but starts give out. Me those, give me those cut scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't want to watch a porn. Watching movie a porno guys. with your friends always start. It's one of those things. There's the pace of it. Is uh. that. High energy, like, oh, yeah, that never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? Uh, and then dead silence <laughs> as the porno sinks in and everyone's like, I really wish I could be jerked off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. did you guys used to do that? Just watch porno with your friends? Once. Everyone. Once. Well, the first yeah. time, I, I'll tell you why. I, I'm against it. I'm against it 100%. But the first porno I ever watched, my brother, I was too young. Too young to be watching a porno. My brother was too young. He's four years older than me. So he might have been like know, 11. Okay. I must have been like 7. Oh my god. I was yeah. like whatever. And maybe it was like 10. Maybe. Tops. We go. They pop Wait, in. What? There's a four year trip? I think there's four years. 79 was born in 81. Oh. Whatever that is. Three years. That's two years. <laughs> 79? I mean, you just said he was 11. You were 7. Maybe you were 10. He was 11. I'm just trying to figure out so what's like, going on. Whatever. We go and we see Rambone. And <laughs> it's <laughs> literally the guy. I remember, I remember this day. Looking at this guy's penis, this, and I just had a we had a flashlight in the house that was the same size. I never feel it just it fucked me up. His cum was like, why is he peeing on people like that? He's like, not peeing on people. It's cum, and I don't know what cum is. Freaked me out. This day, I'm still I still can't uh, have, watch uh, a straight porn. Still can't use flashlight. Nice. You can't watch Rambo. Or All right, <laughs> if you're watching as a new release, Rambo the Destroyer came out in 1985. How old were you in 1985? Why did they make it the Destroyer? I don't know. It was directed by William Wett. <laughs> w H E T T. It was written by William Wett. 
Quit. Starring Dick Rambone, Carrie Fox, Heather Wayne, you know, Patty Petit. I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see what these looks like. Is that uh, anything from porno? Uh, it's just I wish porno's they just on really? yeah. with actual actresses. Like what? they do, like you know, like porno actresses. It's like Patty Petit and stuff like that. Yeah. I wish there was like you know Alan Actor or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, like those guys. Pete Performer. <laughs> the guys do. He's always just the pilot or yeah. the guy that goes what? <laughs> Mitch the Method. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else that's true about Rambo? Yeah, 85 was probably been three, which was, well, it was not three or four. <laughs> All right, I was watching 1988 Sleazy Rider, which gets a rating of a 5.4 on IMDb. Five, that's better uh, than... That's, better that's, than uh, X that's better seven. than at the actual Easy Rider. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you know what? I would have been watching 19... That's not the right uh, a, synopsis. I would have been watching 1973's Sleazy Rider. This movie is a forgotten and very strange movie. I've seen it in a Dutch video version. The movie contains a lot of nudity, violence, and strange acting. A grim biker gang gets in real trouble with the local police. That's not it either. I love a guy who doesn't know that it's a porno but still reviews it. <laughs> I thought the plot was yeah, lacking. It really gets off track. Yeah. Uh, there's sex scenes that are like 20 minutes it's long. Like... <laughs> That's so funny. They don't need to know what a porno is. Yeah. I don't understand. It's just not... Story acting? Has anyone ever heard of these things? This should have an R rating. Man has a giant penis, I understand. Introduces pizza situation. No one pays for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. My first, one of my earliest experiences, like not real porn, but with these tapes, Hans used to live across the back alley from this family. I think Hans lives across from every back alley. alley. (laughs) Always find Hans across the back alley from any seedy situation. Uh, so this family, they had like a lot of money, like a single mom, um, and she just had this whole huge old house, and she didn't have to work, and it was basically like the beginning of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm. like the Foot Clan lair, like video games, fridge was stocked with sodas, like all all that kind of shit. So I'd spend the night there every couple weeks, and we just drink Mountain Dews, play video games, and each take turns watching late night HBO and your job for the night was to watch these movies hit record when the sex scene started <laughs> hit pause when it was over just sit and watch sometimes with the sound off just watch <laughs> put so in then, the Lord's work put, and then it would be like I, you know, can we switch I want to play by out of commando and then we'd switch and he'd come in and Watch HBO and oh, you'd hit a gold mine if real sex was on because oh, you just yeah. let, it, let it ride. Real sex is the worst. It was never real sex. It was always weird people sex. And so his old real sex was never porno. It was always like ninety year old men fucking ninety year old men <laughs> or like in some weird club. Men who fuck bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was never real sex. But no, but all right, yes, it was a lot of that. But then you get that one nugget segment in the middle that was like. Katie Morgan's butt cheeks, you know? Yeah, but that was later. The beginning uh, real sex, like real sex one through seven were all about like dudes riding women as horses. I always thought it was yeah, a German yeah, show. You're yeah, right. Yeah, no, it had all those weird kinks. Like you'd be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. So you're going to see some fucking her tits and then it would be like, I'm going to put this electrode in your butthole yeah. while you eat cereal. <laughs> and you try to jerk off to it. You try. You'd, you'd try. be like, come on. Uh, and you're just like, I don't want to feel hate myself. Isn't that amazing when you're younger, you think you need something to jerk off to? Now, I just jerk off to the wall. <laughs> I don't need to see anything. You just need a quiet moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those were the two. Uh, yeah, my, uh, I guess, well, we can end the porno topic on this. My dad, uh, went on a trip with it, my uncles. And we're, gonna, we're just going to close on you? I feel like ah, we can end on this. This will be the best. <laughs> all right, all right. So, and now, now my story is really, He went to Germany with his brothers, my uncles, and uh, when he came back, he, I was like, I, I, again, I, I never lost my truffle sense. I can tell when porn was being brought in. Because <laughs> I, I could tell he had a very sexual uh, like um, array of Gifts like he had, uh, he had uh, a array of gifts. Like your like, uncle would come over. No, my, my dad, my dad. He came home and he was like, "Look at this. These these are boob salt and pepper shakers." And I was like, "Oh, all right." His mind was there. That's Randy. awesome. So, but I was like, "Yep, I found it. I found a book, a German." I was like, "This is a German porno book. Great." It was fucking horrifying. <laughs> it was bondage. It was like. <sighs> But art, like, meant to be artsy, but it was, like, women with, like, light bulbs in their buttholes, like, meant to, like, look like lamps and shit. I don't get that shit. I don't either. I don't understand. I don't understand why you can't just have sex. It's like, it's like Europe and America. America's young. We're, we're still too young. They're bored of sex. Like, they're so much older that they're like, we gotta spice it up. It's like, it's like, uh, who's that wrestler that did everything? And he's like, I was having sex with 19 chicks oh, at a time. Snake. Yeah, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> Jake out. the Snake, yeah. He burnt down. Like, you know, like... Like, you don't get as hot... Like, you watch Silk Stockings, you're not going to be like, oh, I want to jerk off now, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you're like, ah, I didn't see... Whatever, it just gets to that point. Do you ever have sex by the dumpster? No. Uh, I had in the back of the cab once. Really? Yeah. The cab driver driving? Yeah. With Meg? Not with who? With some girl? Some yeah, it was, it, was before, it was before my current, my current girlfriend. What are you just right? Start humping him up? I didn't. I didn't initiate it. In fact, uh, I got like it's just like getting hot and heavy, right? We were yeah. leaving a bar. I was getting hot and heavy, and we got in the cab, and we're still like making out and stuff. And then like like touching and stuff, and then I like was like went to touch, and I like backed off as I looked in the back of the cabin. She yeah. just went, pussy. Man, <laughs> um, Meg's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. The I that's I never had sex in the back of the cab, but it's kind of got to that point. Yeah, I I can't. I didn't think With I, that I, dude I was... watching you, like that old Indian guy, like. I thought they were into it. I thought cabs expect New York. Of course, people are having sex in the bank cab, <laughs> but they're not into it. They don't think. I mad. wouldn't be into it. It's my job. It's like you show like they get mad. I'm sure they do. Why would you want to? Well, most of the time, they don't give a shit. Most but... of the time, they don't give a shit. You think people are having sex in the bank of cab? They don't care. One time, I was having sex with Meg. At least somebody is. Edit. Edit it. <laughs> Here's the audio. <laughs> no bag. There was. They're they're like refurbishing the basement where I work, so they hired a bunch of these like scummy laborers that are friends of the guy, the owner of the place. And there's this dude there. He's a super tense, like he says he's a veteran because he wears camel pants and like combat boots, but he's just one of those like super intense raw nerve New York guys mm. like used to be an alcoholic but I ended up drinking 17 years 
all I got in my life is this iced coffee, okay? Yeah. <laughs> someone was like, wow, you drink a lot of iced coffee, man. And he's like, it's all I got! Cooler <laughs> with cream and iced coffee because he makes it perfect. So he's just this like type of guy where he'll walk through a room and he'll look you dead in the eye just to, <laughs> just to let you know, like, I could go off, man. <laughs> go off any minute. So it's just this really crazy like intense presence when he's there working and I overheard him talking with the owner and he's you know he's like oh I got my life with my cats and my coffee he had that forever just super tense and I guess he like met this girl but he's like I didn't meet a match that comes a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> like I get well, I guess he went on this like uh, a BDSM site dating site which is bondage sadomasochism Dominance. What's the become? Bondage, dominance, and sadomasochism. What's sadomasochism? It's like I like to get, get, I like to hurt people. Hurt. I like to get hurt by okay. people, or you, you like to get dominated, or you like. I gotcha. Um, so he's like, oh, it's awesome. And he's like showing showing pictures of like weird pictures of like vaginas and stuff. So it could be just found on the internet. He's like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. It's awesome. He's like bragging about. It. He's like. I you know, I bet like 400 chicks. Like, just this, like, like I'm the machoest guy in the world. I'm so macho. And he's right. screaming these things. And then the owner is like, he's like, I'm so good in bed. I make every moment come. I make him squirt every one of them. Uh, 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 just goes, you know, that's piss. <laughs> he goes, don't say that. <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. It's, you got that girl pissed on you. I looked it up. It's female ejaculate. He's <laughs> like, no, this girl's pissed on you. He's like, they didn't fucking piss on me! <laughs> just like lost his shit. I just love the, like, I'm the greatest coxman in the world. I think a woman pissed on you. <laughs> like, They're all pissing on you. Is that true? I don't know. But I was just joking. I was like, you sleep, you slept over 400 women. The odds are you got pissed on sometimes. You guys into that? Piss, getting pissed on? No. Ever had it? A girl asked me. Asked you to do it. To, she was like, if we go in the shower, you pee on me. And I said, no. And she said, why? I said, because it's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't like a dick about it. But I thought she was acting hypothetically, but she wasn't. Where, like, where on her? Just... Sit in the shower. She would love to pee on me. On her chest. Just like on her feet? On her no. chest and neck. on her. On her oh, no, on her, on her body, on her being. You got a stream that's gonna hit the breast. I told her I was oh, like, are that weird? One of my things was like, that oh, would be so erect that I don't know if I would be able to pee. I, I, I should have done it. I was now, now, now. Uh, you know, now all bets are off. Now everything. I don't give a fuck. I don't do anything. Poop. I don't like poop because it's a whole situation. Like I gotta go. Like you gotta like. You gotta <laughs> it's push. not pretty. You don't look pretty. You gotta think. You gotta like. It's a whole mental state. Pooping. I'm not into poop, and I don't smell poop. I, uh, I don't want to pee either. I really don't want to deal with anything. I just want to be left alone. You don't like the poop. <laughs> I just want to stop being in a room with I, uh, my silk stockings. <laughs> this is a larger conversation. <laughs> I'm not much of a dirtbag because the first uh, first year I lived in New York, somebody took me to their basement and showed me a German shit video. Uh, and I threw up. Yeah, that's yeah. proper response. Cause, not because of the poop, but because he like paused it and pointed out at really this girl was kind of good looking, but he paused it, and she just had the biggest hemorrhoid, and it just that that that's that a, did it for me. The size of a quarter. He threw up in, he threw up in the basement. I threw up in his toilet, which was a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You gotta understand. This guy lived in like. 
an unfinished basement cinder block. Is it a real person? Yeah. You know oh, this yeah. guy? I met him a few him. times, yeah. He had a bucket for a toilet? It's he one of those classic here. New York dirt bags that you that still exist a little bit that Classic with a bucket for a toilet? Classic dirt. He squatted in a basement of a building. He wasn't oh. squatting. He, you thought he was squatting and then he goes like yeah, my dad owns this building and a bunch of buildings around here. Uh, it's like it's, it's, it's just a rat. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um uh Hans, you wanna tell us like a story to close? Uh, uh well I I will just just to introduce our listeners to what this show's all about. Oh good, do we do that now? <laughs> I got a, our listeners, I can't it just makes me laugh. I got a... well, you know. I, I say listen, people no, it's listen. True. We're gonna just say we're the people listen. listen. Um I'm gonna let Casey tell the story because I got a visit this week and it's it's been a couple of years almost I want to say at least a year and a half I got a, a visit from a certain customer uh, by the name of uh, we'll say his name uh, Jeff Bokizi. oh god he stopped in to say hello who's that to find out how things are doing and guess what things are not going so great Hans <laughs> things are not going well <laughs> Uh, uh, Casey, can you set up this? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I worked. I used to work at the same bar that Hans does, which is a magnet for ne'er do wells and dirt bags and scum bags of all types. Uh, so this guy, uh, this guy who comes in pretty regularly, he used to know the owner as a kid, mm-hmm. and he always asked for the owner. And the owner's exact words were, "If Jeff asks for me, tell him I'm gone." <laughs> so he comes in. He's like, "Hey, is Tommy here? Is Tommy here? Can I speak to Tommy?" Tom's gone. Uh, Tom's great. I love his family. How's his mother doing? Like, just total, like, he's like, I'll take an iced tea, please. And then he'll take an iced tea. He's one of those guys, he'll sit there for two seconds and then just start talking about his life. Sure. Whether or not you give a shit or not. You don't even instigate the question. You walk away, he'll still talk. He'll wait for you. Like I was saying. (laughs) So I talked to him a few times throughout, and he it started at first but he's like, oh, I live in Park Slope, I love to walk around on Sundays. Have this nice brownstone. He's like braying. I'm like, I don't care. Years go by, I didn't see him for a while, he comes back. And he's like, I lost it all, Casey. Lost it all. You, can I make a correction? Yeah, Years yeah. did not go by. Four months went by. Four months had gone by. And a backstory to this, uh uh, uh he'd finally lived in the city. He lived with his mother. He's from Jersey. He lived with his mother until he's I mean, he's fifty something now. But he lived with his mother until he was fifty, and she was wildly in the throes of dementia. But he he would he would brag about how she's gonna go any minute now, and then into the city I come. Like he just couldn't wait for her to uh, to to de- to die so he could inherit whatever amount of money but it was enough for him to get his own apartment in the city which he couldn't wait to get <laughs> lo and behold the mother dies sad he splits the money with his brother I think he ended up with something like $80,000 yeah not a bad chunk to start off with you get an apartment you get a job he had, he's, by the way he's never had a job um, he's 50 something rat looking guy uh, but uh, he, he finally gets his apartment in the city and four months later I spent all his money <laughs> spent his money on like $5,000 hookers. Oh, good. And he had got evicted because he never once paid rent. Like, that's how inept he was. He's like, I, now I'm here, and he's never going to pay rent. Hello, and, big city! And he would just come, and I, he, he would wear, he wouldn't wear, I, I saw him wear it once. Very, almost like 80s, like, real Italiano suits, but, like, they were like $5,000 tailor suits. 
And so he'd come in in this nice $5,000 suit and be like, got myself a real treat last night, huh? <laughs> this hooker named <laughs> John Lee. Like, oh, my God. I think she likes like, me. She said she loved me. I was just like, oh, no. It's a real treat. Four months later, he comes in. He comes shuffling in with a bag. He's like, I'll take an iced tea, please. I give him an iced tea, and he's like, ah, oh, I think I'm a little short this week. And I'm like, yeah, just give me that iced tea. He's like, oh, it's not good, Casey. I'm not doing so good. I'm not doing so good. Can't find a job. Economy's in the toilet. I blame Obama. You know, like on some. Obama, not the five thousand dollars suits and hookers. I blame Obama. He's got this country in the toilet. Ah, uh, they got me down at this men's shelter. You know, they kick you out at eight in the morning. You can't be there all day long. So I gotta go out looking for a job. It's not good. It's not good. And I gotta go back. I gotta be back there right away at six. Cause that's when they let you back in. Give you dinner. But he's like, I gotta get there early because I need to get the outlet. Gotta plug my cell phone in. <laughs> but I don't get there early. Like, Crooked Jones is gonna steal outlet. Like, you have this whole destitute world that revolved around, like, just shuffled around the city from 8 in the morning till 6 at night. Not a drug problem. Back. That's funny. No, 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 not at all. Just a suit problem. Just a, problem. Yeah. Just a life problem. Got a suit addiction. But, so suit he's problem. living in the men's shelter, but he's probably got $25,000 worth of suits. And my boss, Tom, is like, just like trying to, to like handle him with kids' gloves. He's just like, Jeff, you got to sell those suits. He's like, they only offered me $2,500 for it. And he's just like, you got to sell those suits. So he's paying. He's in a men's shelter. He's paying That's more right. to have his suits in stories. <laughs> He's got like fifteen thousand dollars in suits. He sold it all for twenty five hundred a piece. Obama man. So Obama. <laughs> so he stopped in today, or not today, but uh, this week. I was like, oh boy, it's gonna be one of those kind of days. How you doing, Hans? How's everything going? I'm like, I'm all right. He's like, not doing too good. <laughs> I was like, I was like, can I get you an iced tea? He goes, no, 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 no. No extras for me. No extras. <laughs> extras. Extra, like, you're in a bar. It's an extra. You have to buy something. No, he didn't. He just wanted, he just wanted to chat. He wanted to wash his hair in the toilet. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, no me get a story. I, 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 I should have because I knew we were going to do this. But I, I'm, he's got to be. He's in the shelter. How's the outlet? You didn't ask about the outlet? He asked about the, the outlet. Or the suit? He said no, but he said he, he, he's like, I put some feelers out there for jobs. And I saw his, he's got a $5,000 suit, but his, his, the folder that he kept his resumes in looked like it had been dunked in iced tea, I guess. Somebody got to it at the men's shelter, trying to sabotage old Jeff for getting a hold of that outlet. You think you're too good, Jeff. You and your suits, your storage space, we can all sleep in that. So hopefully everybody we can give you some updates on Jeff. I'll find out more about it. Basically, if anybody out there's got a job, open. We got a guy with nice suits. Got a guy with nice. He, well, he actually tried to get a job selling suits, but I think he went in there wearing one of these suits, and they're like, "Yeah, it's an expensive suit." That no one that that's straight out of 1984. <laughs> At the bottom of the and, and he's wearing bags for shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to take a job. <laughs> Suits cut off at the knees. Oh well, that's oh man. I don't want to keep going, but all right. So the guy wears five thousand dollars suits. But I saw this guy coming two blocks away one day when I was opening the bar, and I was like, "Is that Jeff?" I was like, "Oh, Jeff's in his casual wear, which is." Jean shorts cut so high that the pockets hang out, <laughs> and a tank top 
bright as the sun <laughs> that the, what do you call it, the armholes oh, oh, yeah. were so long and wide that they tucked into his jean shorts. <laughs> I had no an iced tea. It's just like, oh my, I can't, can't even look him in the eyes. I can't normally, but. Going out for my Sunday stroll. Oh, man. But he does have all these, he's got that weird, he's like, he throws a card on the bar. And I was like, what's this? He's like, I'm a certified tour guide. You want a tour in New York? I'm a certified tour guy. So anybody who comes in here and needs a tour, there's my card. It's like, all right. He might be a he might be a murderer or something. Jeff? Jeff. What's a we good name one. for Jeff? We don't want to use his last name. What's a good name for Jeff? Jeff. We call him Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Homeless Jeff. Jeff. Homeless Jeff? Shelter Jeff? Shelter Jeff. Shelter Jeff. Oh, my God. Give him a free lunch and a nice tea. He'll do anything. Oh, you, you know how many outlets around here? Go on the Jeff. Shelter Jeff. Shelter Jeff will let you charge up your shit. Come on by. Charge up your bring shit. Bring Crooked Joe. A little bit of iced tea. <laughs> all you can drink all the tea. extras. All the extras you can imagine. Yes. We'll let you type up some resumes. <laughs> Give me a new folder. <laughs> Give me a new folder. All right. All right. That's the show for the day. All right. uh, we'll get to see you next week. You got week. a tagline? Yeah, when you're... Keep it dirty. You keep it dirty. Double like bag it. it. Double bag Dirt it. Bag it. <laughs> double, double bag it. Dirt bag it. All right. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. All right, there it was. Thanks for listening, everybody. A little uh, switcheroo, a little switch it up. Dirt bags, the one and only. I wonder why it didn't last. Uh, kind of did. You got Jerk Practice Podcast. Also check out the Rad Dude Cast, which is Greg Stone and Anthony DeVito's podcast with their friend Brendan Ayer. Um, so make sure to come on back next week as we have our one-year anniversary coming at you. And maybe a little taste of the wedding. Old Dr. Toilet's Flush Factory wedding. Uh, but that needs some explaining, fellas. So we'll do a little bit of that next week. Uh if you like the pod, uh, please, you know, uh, share it, download, subscribe it, rate and review it. It helps other people find the podcast. And you can check us out on Facebook at Jerk Practice Pod and our blog, jerkpractice.com. Also have another podcast going into season two very soon. Have a good night, Court. It's one episode of Night Court. It's one case of the podcast. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You dirtbags. And we're on. Uh, we're on the air. PBS Radio. PBS Radio yes, on iTunes. And, uh, we are going to do a series on global warming. Yes, global warming hasn't raised in the past three hundred years. No, global there warming is, is fake. No such thing as global warming. <laughs> no series- one. In the world believes in global warming and we're going to pull out of any agreement to stop global warming because I said so. And he works for PBS. And wouldn't you agree, Vice President Pence? (laughs) Yeah, not Trump, Pence. Now you have to remember... What President Trump says is all truth. There's nothing fake. There is no such thing as fake news when it comes to President Trump. 
Yes, he only got a small loan of a million dollars. That is very true. It was very small. That is correct. A very small loan of a million dollars. Very, very small. Very small. <laughs> my loan is $10. Actually, my loan is probably going to be nothing. Well, we have to get rid of Obamacare. <laughs> Obamacare is destroying this country. <laughs> that That is correct. It is going to take us down. You it's can totally, see that. It's totally not destroying thousands of people's lives, taking it down. Just because 23 million people will die because they drop Obamacare, they're poor people, and that doesn't make any difference. Yes, no difference. <laughs> so I've been talking, but my mic was unplugged, so... That is good, because it was probably fake. Oh my gosh. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs> Obama out. Yeah.